Relevant content for our members by our members. This is TMC Connect. Good afternoon, everyone. Rich Swabinski with the Mortgage Collaborative here once again with the last week in mortgage today, our weekly whirlwind through all the latest news and uh, pertinent updates to the mortgage industry each week. I'm pleased to be joined by one of our lender members as my co-host and this week back in the co-pilot seat, the Chief Mortgage Officer of Green State Credit Union, Ryan Dorman. Ryan, great to see you, man. Rich, good to see you, buddy. I missed you. I uh, had to back out of Miami at the last minute and it killed me. So I feel bad about that, but I uh, missed all you guys. And uh, But the next one's in Chicago, my our backyard almost. So we're going to bring a whole crew over to that. that. I'm excited because, you know, when we're in the middle of the country, we get by. It's easy. You know, it's so easy to get to Chicago for so many people, cheaper flight. And um, so, yeah, we're expecting big attendance. I know you guys just made a nice little expansion in the Chicago area as well. So uh, it'll be nice, nice location for you guys uh, for the TMC September event. Yes. Chicago's not Miami, but uh, so again, it's bummed out, but not looking forward to that. So good to see you again. Good to see you. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it. And as always, any comments, questions, thoughts, anybody has, go ahead and pop them into the chat or the Q&A, and we will incorporate them into the show. Ryan, hard not to start with just the rate climate. It's beating a dead horse at this point, but rates just keep going up. And it's just causing a lot of uncertainty in the marketplace. If it's with mortgage lenders, it's if, if it's with people trying to buy a house, because rates and values just kind of keep going up. And there's a lot of just uncertainty related to inflation, the geopolitical climate. And I think I saw a survey somewhere today. It was it was just consumers, but it was prospective home buyers. And I think their anticipation was that 30-year fixed rates would be in the like mid to high sixes a year from now. Um, and that's the consumer. So it's different from those of us in the industry. But what I think it spoke to is just a lot of uncertainty right now as it relates to real estate and real estate finance. Yeah, it's really all over the board. And this is where, you know, as lenders, we have to, you know, it's been easy, right? The last two years, um, you know, I mean, no disrespect to the actual people doing the loans, but it's been easy. This is where this market, you know, we'll see, you know, what, what we're made of. And really it's about becoming a trusted advisor right now. You're right. We're having to spend way more time uh, with, with borrowers and and kind of coach them through this because this is new to them as well. And uh, we hosted a huge home buying or a home builder association event here at Green State uh, last week, and there was a bunch of realtors and builders here. So I was talking to them. It's good to get face to face with those folks and and see what's going on in, in the market. And I really feel bad for the first time home buyers. Right, um, they're the ones that everything's go go go. Right, we're trying to get offers in. There's there's 10 plus offers in. Everyone's worried about what, what rates are going to do and, and what prices are going to do throughout the summer. So everyone is having to move quickly. They're having to wave a wave appraisals. Uh, they're having to wave um, home inspections, which really worries me a little bit, uh, especially for these folks that maybe don't have um, you know as much cash built up, you know, in case something happens. But it's 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 something where um, you know we're we're working through. We're down big, just like everyone else. I was at a you know a couple of weeks ago uh, at an event with a couple actually IMB uh, folks, and you know they were 
going on how far they're down and, and we are as well, you know, thankfully, you know, and, you know, some of my commentary is, is geared towards the community bank and credit union area, but that's where, you know, our portfolio lending has actually helped in our markets because we're offer, we're able to offer, you know, as so we're sitting on a bunch of cash and liquidity right now, we're able to offer a lot lower rates. And so, you know, I looked at our lock schedule on Monday and, you know, we had 200 and, you know, I think about 230 locks just last week. Uh, five of those were secondary market. The rest were all portfolio. Now that presents its own problem, right? I just, it's it's so weird. Last year, the last two years, we couldn't uh, grow our in-house portfolio at all. It was all secondary market. I'm getting, you know, we like the SRP income, but hey, you know, as a credit union, we, we you know, in our mantra is we want to grow. And to do that, we need to grow our own in-house loans. And so, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting, I yelled at, but I'm like, hey, what, what do we got to do to grow in-house lending? I'm like, well, rates got to come up a little bit. And now we're at the opposite end of the spectrum. And now we're like, hey, where's all this SRP income? And we're doing too much in-house lending. So uh, it'd be nice to find a happy medium with that. But thankfully, the portfolio in-house stuff has saved a lot, a lot of our borrowers because they're they're jumping to those loans. Seems like the pendulum never stops in the middle in the mortgage industry, mm-hmm. always one, one extreme or another, but you make a bunch of good points there. And that was my background I was running, running lending for community banks for a bunch of years. And I used to, like you just said, like these climates present opportunity and uh, you know, the, the smartest members of ours I've talked to, that's the way they're looking at this climate is you have uh, periods of extreme volume, or in, in this case, things have really dropped off a bunch Good lenders, that's where they pick up market share. And our depository members, uh, a lot of them, like you guys, really savvy lenders, some big advantages right now because you can do that portfolio lending. I mean, you're an independent mortgage bank. It's really tough to find yeah. viable outlets in the secondary market for stuff like arms, certainly construction lending, uh, other niche products that are becoming a much bigger piece of the pie right now. Yeah, and it, it's uh, it's a good point because you know you mentioned uh, you know we have an acquisition that hopefully is closing um, in July with a uh, community bank in Chicago that actually has a subsidiary independent mortgage banker uh, attached to it, so Blue Leaf Lending. So looking looking forward to those guys uh, joining our family. But right now they're referring over deals if they can't get it to go secondary market for whatever reason. Um, you know, these are great deals, 20% down, you know, 800,000 uh, loan amounts. And uh, for whatever reason, you name it, it, it just it gets kicked from the secondary market. They're referring it over to us and we're able to put it on our in-house books uh, pretty easily. So uh, that, that's a nice, a nice um, product to have for us. But too, you know, in our, you know, before we were ta- we joined live here, that also can pose an issue. Uh, we're such a strong lender in our commercial and our indirect lending. Um, you know, we're throwing a lot of in-house loans on our books right now. And we're, we're needing those deposits. We're needing to be able to go borrow from the federal home loan bank. And, you know, I know that we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the Fed here too, and, and raising rates. And that, that poses a problem too, on what we can go and borrow our money to, to lend, uh, to, to lend out. So uh, we set a meeting yesterday with our ALCO committee, trying to balance and out all of our all of our lending and our deposits. And it's, uh, you know, we've been lucky for two years with everything. Not all of our business units have been hitting the ball hard, but now we all are. Now we're all fighting for that in those, all those deposits and all those 
all those those funding. So it's it's sort of difficult to to balance, but um, you know we're doing the best we can, and you know we need rates to go up a, a little bit in our market. I know it's it's weird to say that for our in-house lending because we're still too low, but when you have all these these big banks and and credit unions setting all this cash, you you can afford to do three and a quarter, three and a half on in-house lending right now, and you know we're we're needing that to go up just a little bit to try to get close to the a little bit closer to the secondary market, but uh, that's where you're seeing a lot of our home buyers in our markets jump to is in our five, seven, and ten year arm loans right now. Yeah, the latest MBA application data, uh, new new batch is due out really soon here. Expect the numbers to go up even more, but arms were seven and a half percent of all new applications. My guess is the same report we'll get here tomorrow or the next day. We'll see arms at 10, 11, 12 percent of the total market. And uh, it's yeah, like like you said, it's you know, a lot of times uh at a depository, having different business units, having different business goals to manage can be frustrating for leaders on the mortgage side of a depository. But on the flip side, when you get in one of these kind of climates where yeah. mortgage volume is down, to your point, a lot of times that means the other divisions at the bank are, are ramping up that's doing good things for the institution that's going to help the mortgage division in the short and medium term. Yeah. And you say that about arms on you know seven and a half, eight percent of the applications, you know, with us, and I'm sure a lot of our credit union bank peers can attest, you know, I'd say, you know, the last two years, 70 to 80% of our applications and, and loans have been all secondary market and 20% in-house. That is completely flipped right now. So it's it's 70% plus are going portfolio arms and, um, you know, as I mentioned, that's good for now, but you can only sustain that for a certain period of time. So we'll see what happens here. This is the last week in mortgage today. I'm Rich Swabinski with the Mortgage Collaborative, joined this week by Green State Credit Union's Chief Mortgage Officer, Ryan Dorman, Green State, uh, Iowa's largest credit union, one of the biggest credit union lenders in America, really fascinating uh, company that uh, operates very savvy mortgage operation inside a very healthy uh, and well-regarded credit union in Iowa and a great member at TMC. And Ryan, one of the things that uh, this run-up in rates and this run-up in home values has really done, you talked about it at the outset of the show, it's really made it tough for the first-time home buyer. Those borrowers on the fringes, uh, it's you know widened the gap between the haves and the have-nots, not only in real estate finance, but in America. It's even widened the minority home ownership gap, which has long been a problem in our industry. And I know you guys are doing some really cool efforts in outreach at Green State, investing a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of energy to try to do your part to help bridge that minority home ownership gap. If you could tell us a little bit about that, because it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Before I jump into that, you know, you talk about affordability just for for uh, first-time home buyers and everyone, I saw a chart on Twitter, and I follow a lot of um, these mortgage uh, accounts just to you know stay up on the information and whatnot. But I saw some crazy stat, and this was again two to three weeks ago. Um, you know, back a couple of weeks ago, with the it was the the greatest increase in mortgage rates from a three-week period since like the '80s, right? 
And it was also, you know, this were, these were rates were sitting at four and a half. You know, it was the same rate environment as it was back in 2013, right? So same interest rate, but housing has gone up 90% since, since the same time period, right? Well, that screams affordability issue for folks. Now, you're seeing a lot of people with cash, right? Uh, making cash offers and, and moving to more affordable markets. Um, so uh, people that, you know, if houses aren't appraising or um, there's, there's issues or they're sitting on this cash to, to help that. So, but a lot of, a lot of folks are getting squeezed out and it, it is a concern in our markets and in, the, in our real estate communities here. So um, I just thought that was a fascinating stat that really put, you know, stopped me in my tracks when I read that uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I'm hearing it from realtors and from uh, some of our lenders that, that, you know, are on the grounds talking to the borrowers each day. But, you know, you mentioned, I think it might've been last year at this time uh, when I was on, we had, we just had spoken about our $500 million commitment to help bridge the racial homeownership gap in the state of Iowa. Um, you know, I've been on record saying that that's uh, truly embarrassing uh, for our state. Uh, I'm sure we're not the only ones that have, uh, have this issue. And, um, you know, we could speak for an hour of the reasons um, that go back in the 40s and 50s with redlining and, and all uh, the other past transgressions that have led us to this. And so, um, you know, we were just kind of feeling it out and trying to develop a, a product uh, that was compliant, uh, that met all the, the fair housing uh, guidelines and, and laws. And uh, we finally feel after a year, um, you know, we're there. And now with our expansion into other states, uh, our CEO and our uh, senior team have doubled down those efforts and have doubled that to a billion dollars in home loans to people of color. Okay. And I know there can be all sorts of questions um, on this, right? I, it would take about 20 minutes to kind of explain all the logistics of this new program, but uh, we run it by everywhere uh, to make sure that we're, we're doing it properly. But bottom line is, you know, we're focusing sort of on those census tract areas in all of our major markets that need the most, that have the most need, right? That have, have, have historically been underserved, right? And, you know, we've, we've, taking some shots from, you know, people from the outside, like, hey, how can you be lending uh, money based on people's skin color? And it, it's not about that. Um, you know, it's, it is about making everyone aware, hey, we're, we're the, you know, we're, we're the credit union that is, is, has, has a special program that's going to look at this and really provide education. Um, it's, it's, you know, if you qualify, all right, you're, you're good to go. But if for some reason you don't, all right, we're going to provide on our dime the home buying education and counselors uh, so that if, you know, six months to a year, maybe even takes three years down the road, we're going to help help you get there. So there's a lot of education in this, um, but we're really not doing this to, to kind of tote green states and, and toot our own horn. We need others to join us, and we're going to start here in Iowa, and we're hoping, um, you know, our peers join us um, in this fight. And, you know, let's collaborate together. You know, hey, TMC, we're all about collaboration. And uh, that's what we're all about, too. And we want to get like minds uh, together. And, you know, I just talked to the Iowa Association of Realtors yesterday. They want to partner and bring other lenders together. And let's put our heads together and figure out, you know, hey, here's what our program is. It might not be the best. Okay. Might not be the best, but uh, let's get some ideas going and really tackle this. Because we always talk about it, right? We all talk about fair lending and um, all the issues that, that go on in our industry. But 
there's not a lot stepping up. And so I think, um, you know, we're, we're stronger together and that's what we're hoping uh, kind of start a, a little movement, at least here in Iowa, and then hopefully, uh, you know, expand on that and grow from it. That's a great update. And yeah, congratulations to you guys for, uh, yeah, really putting your money where your mouth is and uh, looking to make an impact in your home state. And because yeah, it's, there's a lot of right now with housing in America, there's, it's been a couple of great years for the mortgage industry. It's been a couple of great years for people that own, have owned homes with the equity run up, but there's a lot of problems right now in housing in America. Uh, you hit on a bunch of them right there already. Uh, the minority home ownership gap, uh, the just the, the lack of affordable housing, the lack of supply in general, tough pro- and there's no magic wand for any of this stuff. Tough problems like this require creative, difficult solutions and programs. And, and it requires leaders like yourself and, and companies like Green State by going out there and, and leading on the issue. And to really commend you guys for what, we're, what you're doing, uh, any way we can help TMC, you are right. That is almost precisely what we're about is you know taking a great idea to tackle a tough problem, getting some other smart people and smart lenders involved and sit around the table or the uh, the Zoom uh, Brady Bunch screen and yeah. figure this thing out. So well, I, I, I challenge people too, Rich. Um, you know, it's easy for us and some of our senior leaders and you know me to get up here and talk about this as a forty. I don't know how old I am anymore. Forty three year old white guy. Okay, let's just call it. Let's just let's call it call it what it is. But we have hired. We have gone out and have hired a DE and I coordinator. Uh, actually from the University of Iowa football team to come in and help run those efforts from us. Uh, we hired um, a bilingual business development director, Kenya calderon Saron, who has led our efforts in the Hispanic and Latino community and has totally, because I'm not kidding you, has totally transformed our thought process and how we want to reach out to that community in our own state. She has been a, a godsend to us. She's a good, good friend. Uh, and then recently, uh, for someone in the in the Black and African American community, uh, business development director uh, Lindsay Kennedy started with us last Monday, and she is just a wonderful person. Is going to help me uh, lead um, and hopefully take over this 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 project and uh, make some difference. You know, make make a make a huge difference and and get others on board. So I just I challenge others to to look in the mirror and and what positions can you hire. And, what people can you bring in the door to, to make a change? Because we've tried this in the past, but, you know, we, we need others to, to help us. And, and, you know, where are our blind spots at, you know? So that's, that's been a big, big win for us is getting those folks uh, here at Green State to help lead the charge with it. Well, kudos to you guys. And uh, I uh, com- uh, commend all in attendance here live and those of you that will listen to this on podcast and on YouTube after the fact to, to do your part, get involved. Uh, we at TMC, we have a, a working group that has been around for about five years now called the Community First Working Group, Green State, many other members of TMC, their community lending specialists uh, get together once a month to talk about granular solutions and things that are working for them and ideas that uh, they're forging forward with to try to move the needle in their respective communities. And uh, Ashley Alexander from our team who moderates that group, just dropped the link to our community first working group in the chat here on Zoom. So uh, would recommend all get involved. It's a great group that has been doing some great things. And 
you guys have been a big part of that, Ryan. And uh, again, just kudos on your efforts in this arena and uh, uh, look forward to helping in any way we can and, and uh, keeping abreast with all the, all the developments with what you're doing, because it uh, could hopefully start a trend, a much needed yeah. trend in our industry. Yeah. And I've seen other people talk about this too, right? There's a lot of people that know about it and it's just finding the resources and working with the right groups, right? I love that Ashley posted that in the chat. Um, that there's there's a like-minded group out there that that's talking about it. and there's others out there as well so right can't can't solve it uh, on our on ourselves by ourselves and um you know looking for some help on this and for other ideas so appreciate it awesome home equity lending ryan you guys seen it gotta be seeing an uptick in there right all these people locked in the 30-year fixed rates and the twos that uh maybe can't buy that step-up house and uh want to go to work on the existing one yeah, so we actually have a creative. That's where you have to get, you know, as credit union banks, you have to get creative in some of your in-house products. And we have, we've, um, you know, there's a need out there for renovation loans, and we can get creative in what we do in our portfolio, and you know, make it actually a force a first mortgage product, um, and bring it uh, to our side of the of lending. But it's funny you uh, bring it up because we've had I had to have a couple conversations with our folks that re- that lead our retail division because. We have a kind of a free and 10 and free and 15 quick mortgage out there. That's a retail product. Well, that was priced way below our 10 year fixed and uh, 15 year fixed secondary market loans. And so they were stealing a lot of business from us. So we had to have uh, some tough conversations. I said, how about I take over uh, setting those interest rates for you? Uh, So, uh, but yeah, we've got some home equity loan specials that are just dropping here soon um, that will kind of identify uh, those borrowers that are looking to making home improvements, right? And, and I think we're seeing that too with everyone that's locked in on these low, you know, two, two and a half percent interest rates. They're, you know, unless they have to move, they're not moving. They're wanting to do home improvements. So it's either home equity loans, or like I mentioned, we've got, you know, we've got a good construction loan product and we've tweaked that a little bit to make it a renovation loan. Whereas we can, close it in, in our in our area and uh, be a little more flexible than our retail lending can. And but we're seeing an uptick in that. We've had to kind of go in there and tweak some guidelines to make that more relevant to uh, what we're facing with today. Excellent. Yeah. And good point on the 10 and the 15 year stuff. Rates have run up a little bit now, but if we get a little bit of downward action on rates, which I think I'm expecting more than a continued ascent, uh, it's an opportunity to refi some of those 20 and 30 year fixed rate people. Yeah. In the 10 and 15 year paper, uh, keep their rate maybe about the same. Uh, all this equity that they've accumulated over the course of the last few years, maybe they're in a position to do that financially. And another good refi area of opportunity when, you know, you read all the news stories about, oh, refis are gone and dead for the next 10 years. So, yeah, that's a good point on the cash out. So we we did create, not the, I mean, we've always had it, but we just haven't marketed it is, you know, we can go up a little bit higher on cash out refinances and we want to be careful, right? I'm a tad worried. I think everyone is right on the appreciation values across our country. You know, in Iowa, we don't see as see it as as much as the coast and, and other areas, but we're still seeing a lot. And so we're careful with how high we're going because at some point, um, you know, we were doing 100% home equity loans on a retail side. And I got together with a couple and like, eh, we might need to rethink uh, how high LTV we're going to be going up to, knowing how quickly these home values are going up. So 
Um, but we now are marketing, you know, our, our own portfolio cash out refi where we can go up a little bit higher LTV than you can on the secondary market. And we're seeing seeing some good uh, some good loan opportunities from that. This is the last week in mortgage today. I'm Rich Robinski with the Mortgage Collaborative, joined this week by Green State Credit Union's Chief Mortgage Officer, Ryan Dorman. Ryan, Fannie Mae made some news last week uh, announcing that they're going to start accepting attorney opinion letters uh, in some cases, uh, as opposed to uh, title insurance. I know Iowa is an attorney opinion state, correct? We are. It's actually... Uh, it was good. Uh, last week you had Katie. Uh, Katie Klaus, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on. Um, she even mentioned that. I was proud of her for throwing out the state of Iowa. There's not too many people that know that, but we are either the only or one of two that still do abstracts and title opinion um, for the title search. All right. And we have a statewide title, uh, Iowa title guarantee that kind of guarantees all of those opinions. So this is nothing new to Iowa. And I'm just going to tell you, we've been doing it forever and it works beautifully. And it's actually really cheap. So, and I'm not going to get into, and I think you've covered it on this on a a few of these, but um, uh, it's something that we've done. We do it, you know, we do an abstract. If those that don't know what an abstract did, right? Thick legal history of a property. It's a little archaic in my opinion, but that's how we do it here. And it, it, it works. And when you look at, you know, to update an abstract is a couple hundred bucks, a title opinion from an attorney, $175, $200. And then Iowa title guarantee, which backs all of that is like $140. So do the math on that for your title fees. And that's why our closing costs are roughly, you know, 1500 bucks because the, the title fees are so low. So Man. That puts it all in perspective. And Katie last week, she did mention Iowa. That's where it was in my brain. And she also, she was a little apprehensive about it saying, oh man, well, what if you have a claim on title? You guys haven't had issues or you haven't had that negative experience if you've had any title claims or anything like that with the attorney's opinion? No. And it, I mean, it's rare, right? I think she, she even mentioned it too, that you don't see too many issues, but if you do, that's where the Iowa title guarantee is there to back you. There, There's you know, with that purchase, you know, it's lenders coverage, um, which protects us. But then there's a free owners coverage as well. Obviously, all the attorneys have errors and omissions. You know, that's important. You know, I was re- reading up on, um, you know, the announcement is that was some some of their concerns is finding attorneys that have, you know, proper errors and omissions and, and that know what they're doing. But the attorneys that we use for our title opinions and title commitments on our refinances are all approved through Iowa title guarantee. You know, we make sure that you just don't go grab any attorney because they're not trained in, you know, reading abstracts and, and rendering uh, opinions and commitments. So um, yeah, you're, you're really, I can maybe think of one out of 20 years that we've had major, major issues, but you know, all that coverage that comes um with the, with the certificates and the Iowa title guarantee really helps uh, with everything and keeps the cost down. So, uh, Ryan, just a couple minutes left. Uh, what else you got your eye on just as we, it, evidently it's going to be spring soon. We were talking before we went live, the snow that you had in Iowa. I'm now looking outside at in Cleveland here on April 19th, but evidently we are now in the spring buying season. Yeah. 
uh, just curious, always like getting your thoughts and perspective just on the broader industry and anything you're looking at or it's top of mind for you as, uh, as we get into the heart of the year here. Yeah, we're, we're really focusing on these home values here and we're really sharpening up kind of our in-house guidelines, uh, both uh, in our commercial, our mortgage, and our retail lending, right? Just, you know, you got to keep an eye on what's coming down the pike in regards to these home values and, and being careful. So we, we still offer 100% financing, all right? And I know not everyone across the country does that. You know, our market's relatively safe. We, have, we don't have uh, very much uh, DQ on that. And so, we're, but we're looking at that, right? Kind of you know, sharpen our, our pencils and looking at our guidelines. And we actually revamped some of those and relaunched those to our, our lending team here last week in regards to the 100% financing. I mentioned our cash out refinances. We kind of used to go up over 90. We're not doing that anymore. So focusing on that, uh, you know, we're also trying to, you know, as a credit union, you have all sorts of other lending um, areas. And so we're, we have a lot of missed SRP income that our department usually has, you know, the last two years we've been rolling in it, right? And and we don't have that this year. So how else, how are we going to make up for that lost revenue uh, credit union wide? So keeping our eye on that and and just focusing on getting back to the basics. I think we, you know, like as I mentioned at the start of this, it's been easy. It's been easy when these rates are so low, but now you've got to go back to your fundamentals of mortgage and get out and see those realtors, the ones that kept their relationships with their realtor partners and you know their insurance referrals and uh, wealth management, wherever you're getting your referrals from, you know, if you kept those relationships, you're the one, you know, you're you're sitting pretty good right now, right? And so we're focusing on training. We finally rejoined the MBA, you know, for years we had stopped that. Uh, finally got that, um, finally joined them. So now that's opening all these. All these different webinars and trainings and you know we have time now to get educated right that we have time now to watch these these webinars we have time to reach out to our vendor partners what's new uh you know we have a collaboration call actually with our friends at lake michigan credit union here today about about something about getting together and so now we have you know instead of running around with their heads cut off when rates are you know out of this world we have time to get like i said get back to the basics and talk collaborate and learn uh, what's going on and what's working in other markets because we're going to start expanding um, outside and become more Midwest and and we need to we need to learn some things. So that's kind of what's on our our horizon moving forward. Certainly an interesting time for our industry coming off two record years in a row and uh, really an unexpected extreme run-up in rates that's caused uh, catalyst to a really, really different type of climate. But Ryan here in how you look at this climate, uh, hearing the ways that you're thinking about strategy, the things you're talking about, and the way you're using this opportunity. No surprise that uh, Green State has continued to thrive through it all. And uh, I expect nothing different as we move forward. And uh, really appreciate you joining me again uh, as the co-host yeah. this week. No, I appreciate everything uh, TMC does. And uh, you guys are great. And um, always proud to, to be a partner. And Love, I just love what you guys do, which is connecting people, connecting people and uh, with our, our vendor partners and our other lenders. And uh, we love these Zoom calls and we love your conferences because that's where we can kind of connect with everybody and uh, learn some things because we don't have it all figured out. So appreciate it. 
Good stuff. And we appreciate you guys as well. And uh, appreciate you taking the time once again to co-host the last week of Mortgage Today and to all of our attendees. Thanks as always for spending 30 minutes of your week with us. We're here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Also find us on podcast, uh, TMC Connect, or on YouTube where we upload all the videos after we get done recording them. So until next week, have a great rest of the week, everyone. And thanks again, Ryan. See you guys. Have a good rest of your day. For more information about how you can get involved with TMC Connect and witness the power of the network firsthand, please visit us at mortgagecollaborative.com.